G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to the nation that has just overtaken China as having the largest population on earth. It's the nation of India. And if you're wondering about the numbers, the most recent ones that I saw, 1.428 billion people versus 1.25 billion in China. Well, from time to time, we get to check the pulse of Christian mission in nations around the world. And our absolute privilege today to talk to Pastor Dr. Abhishek Masi, who is Senior Pastor and Director of Agape Global Ministries in India. And there are more than 500 pastors under his spiritual oversight. He's a fourth-generation pastor in his family. He's been serving God as pastor uh, since he was age 17 and his family for the past 100 years. Pastor Abhishek, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much. It's my privilege to be here. First of all, you've been in full-time ministry since you were age 17. How old are you now? Uh, I am 40 now by the grace of God, and it has been more than 20 years in the ministry. And you had an experience when you came to Christ uh, that's described as something a little like Samuel. Yeah. Give us a little insight into your formation of faith. I was born and brought up in a Christian family. My dad uh, is a pastor, and I was very much uh, involved in the church ministry, but I never had that personal encounter or have given my life to Lord Jesus Christ. So there was a lot of emptiness within me, and uh, yeah, to some extent I was quite in and out in the church. But there was a time when my mom, she was fasting for 40 days, and at the time she was crying out to God, God to touch my life. And here, when I was 16, I was very much comfortable at my house and uh, enjoying my time. I thought I will be saved in a crusade where there's going to be a man of God going to come and share the word of God and I will go to the altar and that's the way I will give my life to Lord Jesus Christ. But I was uh, enjoying my evening at my at my place in my bedroom and I heard a voice very clearly, Abhishek. And that voice was so, you know, I have never heard that voice. That voice was so sweet and it has so deep and, you know, I felt somebody's calling me and ran outside but there was no one. On my second call, again, I heard that voice, Abhishek. I went out, but there was nobody. I thought somebody's calling me. Before the third voice, I went on my knees. And as I went on my knees, something was pulling me down. And this word came out of my mouth. I am a sinner. Jesus, I need you. And I started crying for hours. And during that time, the Lord transformed my heart. And then the third time, when the voice said, Abhishek, I said, here I am, and that's the way my call increased in the Lord. And you've grown and you've got undergone a significant education. Uh, you are the leader of what is called Agape Global Ministries. I mentioned in that introduction 500 pastors under your spiritual oversight. You've also got an extensive ministry that's growing beyond India, nations beyond uh, your homeland. 
Uh, Let me just ask you, though, it's not been an easy 20 years in ministry. Things have been changing in India. Hindutva, the Indian nationalism, which has taken a hold of India, it's made it very much more difficult to be a Christian and to lead Christian churches in India these days. Yes. When uh, we started our journey as a young man, when uh, I started moving out in the streets and villages and street corners, you know, I had a great passion to share about Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, we don't preach about religion, we talk about the relationship. And India is a land where there are there is so much of diversity in languages and religion. When we took the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ, many have accepted. Just want to tell the viewers that India is on a fire. There are hundreds and thousands that are coming to the Lord. And that is one of the reasons where the enemy is not liking it, and there is a persecution. There is so much of things that have come against the church. But when we stand and we believe the Lord, the Lord give us a breakthrough. So when I started the mission, just to put things uh, briefly before you, when we started, it was nothing. Then God put it in my heart that you stand in faith and I will draw the people. And, um, you know, with nothing in my life, I started. I had no organization. I had no church. I had no base. Uh, You know, I just started going out in the street and sharing the gospel of Lord Jesus Christ. And in the due time, God started expanding us. And now today we have more than 500 pastors in our covering. The things have moved from India to Bhutan, Nepal, Bangladesh, and we believe God will enlarge our borders. But coming back to the Indian persecution, there are things that are becoming much tougher today. And many times we are not able to voice it out as freely as we used to do it before. But God is our strength. He's our deliverer. He's our fortress. And in your own corral, in your own set of ministries that are serving alongside you and with you uh, in the challenge that is the nation of India, uh, three of your pastors at present are in jail. Yeah. When we, even I, if I share my personal testimony, there were many times I was being encountered and uh, people attacked me. I still remember when I was at the borders of Gujarat sharing the gospel, there was a man came with an axe. And I was just having a quiet time on a mountain, and this man came with an axe, and he said, if you will talk about Jesus, you know, I will make sure that this axe land on your neck. And at that time, I was a bit, you know, you know it, was a, it was a period where, you know, my pulse started going up, but I stood on the ground And I started talking about Jesus Christ to him. And after some time, I saw the Lord touching his heart. And at that particular moment, I was able to see something is happening in his heart when the right gospel was being shared to him. And at that time, you know, he gave me a good front and he said that I give you five minutes. If you can wicked this place, go. Otherwise, I'm going to kill you. Many times in the period it has happened, I still remember it is not uh, uh, much uh, years from here, maybe three, four years back, me, my wife, and my mom, we were traveling to a state called Madhya Pradesh. And today there is a lot of persecution in that area. And after sharing the, after having the meeting, there were a mob of near about 60 to 70 people. They just came and knocked my window. And uh, my son was very small at that time, hardly two years. My wife, she 
she was a non-Christian, she believed, she was working in Dubai, she left Dubai, came in the full-time ministry, and this big mob came and started attacking us. And I looked to my wife and I looked to my son because I felt this is the last time I will be able to look because now, because I was able to see some weapons in their hands. And when I was in all this trauma, I was looking to the Lord, you know, all of a sudden my wife, she went out of the car and started declaring it in faith. And from nowhere, we had two police coming and rescuing us from that moment. And we were able to leave that place untouched, no harm, and God delivered us. At the moment, yes, our pastors, three of our pastors, they went into the jail. Two have come out. We were able to get the bail and one is still inside. Let's talk for a few moments about mob mentality. Because when you have someone stirring up the crowd uh, and uh, Hindus who feel threatened by the presence of a Christian who is speaking the gospel. Uh, The mob mentality seems to be quite prevalent. Uh, People get stirred up and they respond en masse. And are there a lot of lives lost because of mobs that are attacking Christian believers? There are times, yes, there are many times it has happened in uh, Orissa, it has happened in Bihar, it has happened in different states when people have just come in. There is not a perfect figure, but yes, things were there, things have happened. And, uh, you know, the thing is when people start misinterpreting the things and putting the things before the people in a false way, that's the way the mobs, they get angry, they get out of, you know, uh, reach and uh, you know they are not in control and that's the way they go and persecute the church sometimes people are badly bitten sometimes people have lost their lives also perhaps we won't tar everyone in india with the same brush uh, but the more recent reports of isolated cases or isolated states like the northeastern state of Manipur, where those recent reports were that there were 70 Christians who were killed when there was a Hindu uprising. And I know these are sensitive issues to be able to talk about. Uh, Do you feel as though some of the heat of that uprising has been taken out? Has things died down a little that you're aware? Or is there still real tensions in that state? Uh, Till this day, yes, uh, Manipur is going through a hard time. And uh, it is not between the Hindus and the Christians. This is between the two tribes. And just because between the two tribes, the church and the temples, both of them are being affected. At present, the government is doing their best to bring the things in order. But still, there is a lot of raise and a lot of things that are happening. And I heard that many churches were also burned down. And many Christians were being impacted with that. Amidst all of the hardships that we might talk about, things that you will designate as being a persecution that comes from the Hindu uprising, mob attacks, even your own experience of being threatened with an axe, there's a lot of good things happening. The hunger and thirst that people are having for the gospel when it is preached, how easy is it or how hard is it to be able to be a preacher of the good news of Jesus Christ uh, when you have a crowd in India? India is a very loving country. Indian people are very loving people. And uh, Indian people are open for, um, you know, all sources. You know, whatever good has been 
put before them, they are ready to take it. I'm living there and I have some good friends of different communities. If you talk about Hindus or Muslims or different castes and creeds, we all live together. Um, when we started the ministry, when I was there, I used to go and I used to share about Lord Jesus Christ. People are very open. You know, they want to know the truth. And when you do it in a right way, you know, many times, many religion try to attack other religion. That's the time there is a problem. That's the time people get upset. But when you talk about how Jesus has changed your life and you talk about the goodness of the gospel and the power of the gospel and the love of the gospel, that brings a great change among the community, among the people, and they are ready to receive it. Now, when I started my journey in India at the age of 17, I used to go on the street and with a small tambourine, I used to just play and song and people used to come together and that's the way I used to share. And at that time, I used to talk to the people, do you know about Jesus Christ? And some of them say that I never heard about it. And uh, some of them say this is the first time I'm hearing it and that's the way I used to share. But now in 20 years, when we go out and talk about Jesus Christ, most of the people have heard about it. Some of them, they say, we are believers. Some of them say, we are pastors. Now, you know, just not when you are calculating on the papers. No, when you just see it, Christianity is very much growing like a wildfire in India. Abhishek, are you optimistic for the future of the way the gospel is spreading around India? Uh, no doubt there's a lot more work to do. When we talk about numbers like 1.4 plus billion people, it takes a long time for that message to disseminate amongst all of the people. But how optimistic are you of good things for the future? I'm very much, I can see the hand of God. I can see the plan of God over the nation. I can see that God is really working um, in a much stronger way and people are open to it. And uh, there, are, there are a lot of efforts that have been taken today. Now we have a lot of people from different uh, medias and different uh, positions like Bollywood you talk about, you talk about sports, you talk about you know, people at different levels. They have come to the Lord, they are expressing their faith. And um, you know, so I, I, I strongly believe in the next five to ten years we see a big hope for our country and there will be a large number that going to taste the goodness of God. Well, thank you so much for taking some time to share an overall insight. And uh, we'll catch up again, too, in the times ahead. For those who would like to connect with Pastor Dr. Abhishek Masi, here's a website that you can go to and you can see some of the things that have been going on with the Agape Global Ministries in India. He is the Senior Pastor and Director of Agape Global Ministries. The website is abhishekmasi.com. Now, how do you spell that? A-B-H-I-S-H-E-K-M-A-S-I-H.com. And uh, you can connect with Pastor Dr. Abhishek Masi. Abhishek, thank you so much for sharing these insights with us today on 2020. It's my privilege, a great honor to be here. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.